Gamecast Podcast. Boy, it's a Dreamcast podcast. Coming live, you go from the butthole. I'm here with Moses, yeah. I'm here with Bunny, yeah. In a Dreamcast, I'm not playing little game, yeah. What do you think of that? It was pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) The rapping element. Yeah. It's like just 2.0. Yeah. Yeah, that's intro 2.0. That's MCDC. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's how he opens every time. That's how you know he's about to squeak in a nice little rhyme. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a dream game podcast. Coming through with the bud and the Moses. The m- <laughs> Moses. Coming through with the bud and the Moses. Wait, hold on. Let me see if this mic gets this real quick. Crack. Oh, yeah. That's, that's good. good. That's a crack of the can. Today's uh, episode is brought to you by Golden Road Brewing. Mmm. You know, I used to work, or I didn't, I worked on one episode oh. of Beerland. Beerland. Wait, am I credit? aren't I credited yeah, for that? Yeah, you, you worked on the finale with me. I, oh, I did. I came yeah. with you. Oh, right. Okay, okay. I totally forgot. So I worked on a San, the San Diego episode. Basically, the show Sick. is, uh, they go around the country, like, Highlighting like home brewers, and then these home brewers submit their best beer, and then Golden Road, the big brewing company, <laughs> yeah. which I believe was bought out by um, Anheuser Busch, mm-hmm. uh, they pick the best one from each city, and then there's a big contest in LA, the, the finale, and then they pick the best beer, and then that beer gets canned and distributed by Golden Road. This Pretty was cool. for, for Vice. This is for Vice Land, yeah. Rest in peace. Or I guess it's just known as Vice TV. Anyways, bullshit programming. Um, but me and you, we needed, basically the, the week I worked on, I worked as an AC and a media manager, which is, is a stressful thing to do, both of those jobs. For the finale, they wanted an extra person to just media manage. I was like, oh, I got the I perfect I know guy. just the guy. And I knocked on your bedroom door. I was like, mm-hmm. bud, wake up. Mm-hmm. And then we went down to Anaheim. And what do you want? <laughs> Ew, don't take make it. fun of my sleep apnea like that. That's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> it was just. <laughs> what do you want, dude? Moses. Moses. I can't move. Moses, I can't move. I'm sick. I'm, dude, I'm sick and I'm fat. Come on. Oh, I'm going to poop. <laughs> Always on the verge of pooping this guy with me. So, yeah, we went down there, and it was like a five-camera shoot, and I was the only AC. Yeah. And it was like, their brewery down there is huge. There's a ton of people. I'm running all over the place. Meanwhile, you're just in the back waiting for footage. We went to San Diego together? No, Oh, the this, finale was in Anaheim. Oh, got the, it. Okay, the, okay, okay. The episode I worked on was in San Diego. Got it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was running all over, just sweating my balls off, trying mm-hmm. to you know help my camera guys. Of course, help your and help you're your boys. You're just in the back waiting for footage to come. Yes. Which typically doesn't come until you know the middle of the day or later. Yeah. Um, and then in the end, they credited you as an AC. They did. Yeah. So. And we are the same, me and yeah, you. I really could have used your help <laughs> that day. Yeah, I, I mean, you, I was available. I was just yeah. sitting there. 
It but was great. anyways, if you if you watch that episode, uh, at some point I think in the credits you can see me in the background. So oh cool, like your your person. Yeah, I got into a shot, which is well not what you want, but I didn't. Well, you know, yeah, depends you didn't, on what kind of the, show you were in the back the whole time. Depends on what kind of show you're trying to uh, trying to make, you know. Oh, like. Like, like sometimes, the crew is part of it. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you, you want maybe want like cooking shows that like show a little bit of the crew and yeah. a little bit of the the story, the family. It's yeah, like, this okay, reminds, um, that's, that's cool. Like Martha Stewart, you know, like we're we're chill. It's not we're don't chill, take it too cool, seriously. Yeah. Um, but you know that reminds me. So Justin Timberlake is in the news this week because of the Britney Spears documentary. Oh, and um, a lot of people are are kind of criticizing his his apology that he made i think mm-hmm. some people are i think we're all divided on the apology that's that's how it always goes did he say Benny Spears, i am so, so sorry, sorry for hurting you uh no uh he did like it's a classic like screenshot of his notes app ah, written yeah. out apology but so the reason i bring this up is people are comparing it or at least saying it's at least better than the last apology he did about um, a few years after the Janet Jackson thing, and basically the, some inter- he's doing some interview, and the interviewer asked him like, "Do you think you could have done better?" Of like, because it kind of ruined Janet Jackson's career. And did it really? Yeah. And wait, he wasn't trying to rip her boob off, was he? <laughs> Is that her whole boob? I don't know what. I didn't, no, I, I didn't think, know that he had any blame in that at well, all. I, I thought it was. A whole, I think I remember. I was really little when this happened, but my my I was already is, I was already smoking cigarettes. So that's cool. He was supposed to just take off a layer because he says it at the, yeah. the line like I'm gonna have you naked by the end of the song. Yeah. So my understanding is he was supposed to take off just the top layer, and then there was still gonna be bra there. Sure. But then somehow the whole thing ripped off. There but was the no point bra. is, it's like Janet Jackson got a bunch of shit, mm-hmm. and he didn't because yeah, that's lame. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. So, anyways, he's doing some interview for whatever, and the, and the whatever magazine. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I love their publication. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, uh, <laughs> Based um, out of Louisville. <laughs> what are you talking about what is this real? <laughs> no, <laughs> I can't just go on. Um. The interviewer asks him, like, do you, do you think there's more you could have done to help her in the aftermath? And he kind of gave this, like, half apology and then immediately, like, spin went into the spin zone oh, and transitioned into talking about how we still hadn't found the weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. Justin. That's such, think a he was cop, like, that's such an easy avenue to go down when you need to get out of something. Yeah. Yeah, teacher. I mean, yes, I didn't do the assignment. You but know, I was too busy thinking but about like, hunger. Honestly, how are you expecting me to find the time to get this assignment done? And we haven't even found exactly. the weapons of mass destruction. But this is like, I think his point was like, half of me thought God, I need to God. do more. But the other half was too distracted by the state of our foreign affairs and the war in Iraq. Yeah. Which is just confusing as to how he got there. Anyways, the whole reason I bring this up is because I was watching, I watched that interview yesterday Mm -hmm. and they did that whole classic thing where it's, you know, 
it's just two people talking to each other so they need to really kind of spice it up with the camera angle sure and yeah so they do that thing where they cut to like the you know oh the they, screen the yeah. monitor that he's on and yes. it's sort of like yes, the lower yes, yes. frame rate and to show you really how intimate it is yeah yeah they're like, there's no one here, baby. Yeah. It's just me, it's you, just me and Justin. Justin and the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that that's beautiful. No, I I uh I don't know what he like that's such an interesting thing cuz like was he should he she have, should he have just pulled his own pants down in that moment to be like I'm we're we're like, even now? I don't know. Well, no, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I mean, I think they cut away like after a second. See, when I watch that in my head, I remember thinking like, oh, Janet Jackson has like a pasty on. This right, is totally it, fine. Yeah. Turns out she had some crazy fucking like yeah. nipple piercing. So in my head. It looked like an incense holder, <laughs> like a lotus flower incense holder, like just pierced through her nipple. It's crazy. In my head. Now, I don't remember what year this was. This is like 2002 or 2003 or something. But I was, I was less than 10 years old. Yeah. And I think within that year, I had just seen the Austin Powers where they have <laughs> like the robot ladies who shoot machine guns. Oh, out yeah. Of their the boobs. fembots. And so <laughs> when I saw it happen and I saw her, her nipple piercing, my immediate thought was like, oh, it's like it's the oh. Austin Powers boob. Got it. They she as a yeah. It was as part like of a, the as part of the act. It was part of the act. Part it was of a the reference to Austin Powers. It was part of the family friendly Super Bowl yeah. halftime show act. They gave her fembot boobs mm-hmm. n- nipples. And did you think she was going to start spraying out? Like no, because they spray out like smoke too. That like oh. makes him pass out. I mean, I don't. Here's the other thing. I that I think that was the last time I had seen that Austin Powers. Wait, is Justin, so, okay, to sum this up, is Justin bad? Should I stop following him? Like, I, I've, I've always thought that guy was great. Well, he has some, some things in his past he needs to, you know, take responsibility for. The Janet yeah. Jackson thing and, and Britney Spears. Justin, hit me up. I Let's talk later, Justin, if you're listening. Yeah. We'll, listen, we'll talk it out. I'll, I'm here for you. If, you know... Now, I don't think we need to take a stance as a podcast, like, sure. No, I don't want to Justin no, Timberlake. No, no. I'm just saying, like, I'd rather be a hypocrite than to have never changed at all. Sure. Yeah, that's that's really good. Um, but I haven't seen the Britney Spears documentary as of this recording. Apparently, he looks like pretty. Apparently, apparently he looks pretty bad in it. Oh, boy. So like, I don't want like I don't want to comment on it too much other than just the. Like little information I've seen. I feel that Rudy Giuliani needs to comment more on the Borat situation. Did you see Borat too? Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I, I mean. Because he really like glazed over that and was able well, to get out of expect? it. What did you expect? I mean, yeah, but it's like, no, no, come back, sit down. Let's talk about this. I want to like, I want to watch a, some sort of deposition where they go like second by second through the clip. Be like, what were you doing here? In this moment, yeah, that's like, what happen. were you thinking? <laughs> what, what 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 were your intentions? Like, what were you trying? What do you think was going to happen? It, He's it's probably so thinking weird. like, at that moment, all I could think back to was September eleventh, two thousand one. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and how brave I was, and 
how I united the country. He he was too occupied thinking of the fact that we didn't find weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he just in the aftermath yeah, of his I, tragedy. Honestly, honestly, I it's just crazy we didn't find any. We had the the satellite images and everything. And they showed them to us. I'm, that's just weird. They said they had them. Yeah. If and if the government says they have them, they have them. Strategery. Oh, that's my W. Oh, that's really good. Strategery. Oh no, that's I don't know who that is. Strategery. You're pretty good at doing the I presidents. Can no. you do Clinton? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you can. Monica. Uh, Ma- Monica. Monica. It's I think me, Bill Clinton. I think I. Hey, sugar. <laughs> I think I get like my Clintons and Bush confused the same way I get like sure. when I try to do an Irish accent and an Australian accent. Oh yeah, they just kind mm-hmm. of blend together. Yeah. Anyways, we don't have to get into that. Okay. Um, this is the first full episode from the butthole. This is a yeah, it's true. We now did- we talked about it a little bit last week. Mm-hmm. The the kind of saga we went through. Yes, we for did. that episode. Yes, we did. We don't have to dive back into that again. No, sir. But, I mean, this place is amazing. It's Thank got you. really high ceilings, mm-hmm. exposed beams. Mm-hmm. We got brick. We got we brick. We got drywall. We got D-wall. We got stucco. We, we, it's, yeah. We or got what all, is this? I guess. Is yes. this just concrete? Well, it's, it what looks, is stucco? Uh, stucco is a little thing that I think it's... Con- 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 I don't know. I think it's little pieces of rocks mixed in with concrete, oh, okay. but it's, it's spread together. It's spreadable, oh, like a jam. Yeah, like a like. Okay, so there's a peanut. There's smooth peanut butter, and then there's crunchy peanut butter. And there's, there's also extra crunchy peanut butter. There's extra crunchy peanut butter. I can't even say extra that. Crunchy. But there's also another peanut butter that a lot of people don't talk about. I think it's called like. Like, um, like natural or something. Where you're talking about like no stir peanut butter, where the oil and the Everything's separated. It's usually like that, but what it is is like it's like it's almost like the nuts instead of going like quarter size of the peanuts, they're like minced. Like the minced are like it's mm. it's like not super creamy where there's no presence of nut. There's so there's it's a, like like the a, onion you'd get on a on a cheeseburger at McDonald's. Yes, but as maybe a to, little smaller as opposed to the onion you'd get on a Big Mac at McDonald's. So they're about the 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 nut is about the size of like yeah. like you know Go on. <laughs> you know like the like big big salt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. You know big salt? Are you throwing big salt? Yeah, are you throwing big salt? <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's about the, the like size of big salt. The salt. Yeah, board of America. But the, the, the nut is the size of like the big salt, and so it, that's basically okay. it. To, to circle back, that's basically what stucco is. It's oh yeah, peanut Forgot butter, <laughs> peanut butter with the uh, with the big salt size nut. So yeah, I mean this <laughs> this texture behind me feels like big salt. Yeah, it's, yeah. Thank you, big salt size nut. That's a big salt size nut. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, how have you been? How's it's been the a new while. spot? I mean, the new spot is great. We're um, we're still getting settled in. Mm-hmm. I I tell you, I I have this just fantasy of of being able to mount my TV onto the wall. Sure. 
Um, so far, it hasn't gone well. Have you attempted? Yes. There oh, are four shit. useless holes in my wall right now. Actually, two useless holes. I'm Basically, I'm just having a real hard time hitting them studs. Mm-hmm. I've gone through three stud finders. Wait, what do you mean gone through? Like they, you burn them out? No, like, <laughs> so Josh had one. Okay. Josh has one that I borrowed. Uh-huh. It's just wildly inconsistent. Yeah. It just thinks there's studs <laughs> everywhere or studs nowhere. Mm-hmm. Everything's a stud. Everything's a stud. <laughs> um, so then I went to Home Depot and bought a different one. Mm-hmm. Is this the crazy mega one you that showed green me? one that yeah. I brought over? Yeah. So I tested that out here because one of the walls is it goes drywall up like ten feet, and then you can see the studs behind them that keeps going up. And so I tested that one here, and it like barely worked. Yeah. I was like, all right, well, it's probably not going to work. I brought it home. It was just wildly inconsistent. Didn't trust it. Mm-hmm. Took it back to Home Depot. Just bought the most expensive one they had, knowing I was just going to return it. It's the same shit. Like, I just... Weird, It dude. tells me there's a stud here, and I so I just fucking drilled in, and there was no stud, and that limit, that was 16 inches apart, which is the limit for the TV mount I bought for 16-inch studs. So now, it basically, it took all this time to figure out that this TV mount just doesn't work for my apartment, so I'm going to return it to the Amazon whatever store to send it back and maybe get another one. You're getting like, I mean, you're how many more holes are you going to put up before you give up? I mean, that's the thing is like two of my holes I drilled in. I'm, I'm in a stud. Like those are set. You can't just put in those two. You need to have four in. I don't. What size is it? It's like a, 55 or 60. It's a pretty big TV. You need the other two. And you don't want to get with like a stand like this. I don't think so because Allie, she's, she spent a lot of time and energy like making this apartment the way she wants it Uh because she's never really had a place for herself. She's been homeless this whole time? No. Oh. But she rents rooms and houses with people that she typically doesn't like. Got it. I hope I can speak on her behalf. When I'm well, you this. are. So I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so she's like, she's really like put in a lot of time to make this place look good. And I just feel like, you know, this pole on wheels in the middle of sure. the living room won't look very good. I get it. But keep in mind, you could, you could just paint it white. That's, you know, not, that here's what I'm saying. That's insane. About a foot up from the base, paint it brown to match the hardwood. <laughs> And then up from there, paint it white. But how is that angle going to work if I'm in you'll, different spots? I mean, I, you, you'll figure it out. No. Have I a mean, little, what have I, little touch-up paint. What I would do is just get like a, some sort of credenza and just put it on there. But the corner of the living room where we're putting it, I don't know how to explain it, but it just it doesn't quite work. I just I've have to mount it. it on the wall. I get it. Um, this so, is crazy. Like, have you taken to Reddit just to say like, hey, I can't figure out... Stud finder, someone please help me. I've no, I, I just watched a bunch times. of YouTube videos. And I think I've I looked on Reddit a little oh, bit. But boy. Basically, what I think it is is just my apartment doesn't have 16-inch stud spacings, which is standard. I think it has 18-inch. And so I just need a new TV mount for that. But I don't know. It's low priority, I guess. Well, I since moving into the butthole, I moved in, you know, 
all, a lot of my gear, mm-hmm. all my fresh tech. Yeah. And since then, my apartment... Sorry. Since then... Sorry. That's okay. Since then, my apartment has become a tech-less oasis. And I got to say, it's pretty nice. It's you like, feel like a little more unplugged? Totally. Totally, totally. Like, I come home after working in the butthole. Blair's there. She's like, you know... Got you some tuna? No, never again, dude. I, I'm, I'm not going to. Oh, Did we address? Oh, my God, we didn't. No, we forgot. Yeah, because that was in the middle of our little hiatus. Let me tell you. Okay, let me tell you this. Y- y'all, dreamers, you're listening. You remember the famous story about the sh- shrimp and the tuna? <laughs> Am I? I'll shrimp be the and, dreamers. Shrimp and the, shrimp and the tuna salad. Yeah, we remember. Yeah, so... This that was I wouldn't say that was a problem, but it was definitely like a, a fork in the road, a decision I had to make at the time. Yeah. Well, so I, of whether or not to eat, of the whether or not to eat. Yeah, the yeah. So recently, if you heard, listen to the last last week's episode, I It'd had be two weeks ago or t- recently, if you listen to the episode two weeks ago, I actually it would be like four weeks ago because we haven't released an episode in <sighs> a while. If you listen, hey, doesn't matter. If you listen to the last episode six, if you listen to episode six. You you would remember that I said I, I got really sick, so I was trying to do some like contact tracing to see like where I got this stomach bug from, and I initially deemed it from this burrito that I got from the place next door to the butthole to the butthole because when as soon as I ate it, my um, like mate over here next door, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I tried the place You're next night. I, I tried the place next door, and she goes, oh, what'd you think? <laughs> kind of like clearly like. It's not good, and I was like, "Oh, um, should I be worried? I don't know." So then, and then like two days after that, I started feeling a little tired, and then two days after that, were the fever and whatever. But mm-hmm. I had totally forgotten that we were. I was at home with Blair, about to come over here on like Friday, and I tell her, "Oh, we should bring some food." Um. So we don't have to like order out for lunch. She goes, oh, well, do you have like ice or something? I'm like, oh, I'll just buy a mini fridge. She's like, oh, okay. So she grabs this tuna salad. You know, from home. From home and a couple slices of bread. Is this a, this is a, this is a new pint though, right? There's a, a new pint, from not a fresh pint. There's a pint that was bought yeah. on Monday and we're talking Friday, but it's been the it's fridge. It's been the fridge. It's been the fridge. I don't really so, know the shelf life of tuna, but me neither. Tuna salad. So tuna salad with so, shrimp. Yeah, <laughs> featuring shrimp. Feature, featuring shrimp, maybe. So, I, I, we get the shrimp. She's got it in a bag. She doesn't have it. I don't think she has it in like a cold bag or anything. It might just be like a grocery bag. Mm-hmm. We go there. I go. Oh, um, let's. Well, I got to go to the Best Buy. I got to pick up the mini fridge I ordered. Okay, so we go in Best Buy. We spend a good amount of time doing that. At water. At water. Great one. Love it. Local branch. I pick up the mini fridge. We drive to the space. We're really taking our time. Yeah. Get to the space. I unbox. Did you I, like do any just like general perusing through Best Buy? No, I didn't go inside. It was curbside. Oh, okay. That's good. So I unbox the fridge, plug in the fridge. And what I did was I put the tuna. I mean, this was honestly probably like an hour later. <laughs> so I put. <laughs> 
I put the tuna salad in the the warm fridge, and then plugged in the fridge, thinking like, oh, it's just gonna eventually cool it off. Yeah, and I mean, then it's not be, like outside of the fridge is any worse. Sure, right, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, then I made a sandwich and ate the With sandwich. It. Now here's here's the thing. At that time, this is the only thing that doesn't line up. At that time, I was already sort of feeling what I would say fatigued. Like, just like a general, like I have this wet blanket on me, and I didn't know why. And Blair can attest to this. I was just like having to take naps throughout the day for no reason. So it's very possible this is just coincidence. It's just me being gross. Um, Yeah, I don't. I'll I'll let you finish. But I ate the sandwich. Next day is when we hung out and mm-hmm. I went to full blown fever. Yeah. So it is possible that the fatigue could have just been, oh, you're just working real hard. You're tired. And then I ate the sandwich and the tuna salad sent me into a blistering fever. And that's what happened, which kind of makes sense because it was like out. It was already old. So it was fragile. It was a fragile pint. Right. Because it was five days old. Uh-huh. It was on ice, keep in mind. But, I mean, I don't know the shelf life. Then we took it out of its element, had it in, like, a hot bag, put now it this in was... a hot fridge, recooled it, and then I ate it. That was Friday. Yeah. And, it, I mean, it hasn't been, like, super hot in L.A. recently. No. But, but it mean, hasn't been super cold either. But I felt bad that I immediately put all this blame on the burrito because... Well, maybe like, it's like a little elixir of both. Like the tuna activated the burrito. What it is is generally just like poor lifestyle choices. Yeah, I mean... Poor diet. You know, there used to be this app called Lulu that doesn't exist anymore. You might be too young to remember this, but... It's an iPhone app? Yeah. <laughs> I was in high you're, school when an iPhone I don't know. came out. To me, you're 10. So there's this <laughs> app called Lulu where you could, uh, women could rate men. It was great. So if you were going to go on a date with a guy, you could be like, oh, wait, let me look up this guy on Lulu. And they, like rate my teachers, but for men? Yes. Just individual yeah. men? So there were this giant groups of hashtags you could use. So you couldn't leave like a detailed description like, don't date this guy. He's got a baby dick and he hits people and and he (laughs) and he spits on the floor and and he killed his mom like you can't say that specifically but they have this This like got a lot of issues (laughs) but they have like this huge group of hashtags you can use do you think it's all because of the small dick Uh, all the other behavior but um and then you would get like a rating like a number so this wasn't like 2011 2012 or something but so like what are the odds that i was on there I mean, there's a good chance you were on there, but it got shut down because I even don't, though I, I don't was think only, you I just, do that. I had a girlfriend at that point. Yeah, if other if other I women think. had <laughs> left ratings for you, then yeah. So, one the mine was really good. Like I had a really good score. It was like loves his mom. You know, great with family. Like hashtag great hashtag family hashtag love. I love Does my mom. Does it come with a, like a photo of you as well? Yeah. How like, is this allowed? It, I, it, it's I mean, not, obviously it's, it's not, not anymore. anymore. But <laughs> but. but uh, the one that really fucking cut me was, ugh, it said hashtag fast food diet, wow. and I was just like, ugh, 
You know why that's real things? hard look in the mirror. Real hard look <laughs> in the mirror. Yeah, and I think what it is is just like this could be the culmination of just living the the fast food diet lifestyle of just really not giving a fuck. Tuna and burritos. Oh, Tuna shit, and my burritos. computer's about to die. Oh shit. Oh no, 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 hold on. Oh boy. Oh, that was close. That was really close. <laughs> um, that would. I, I'm I glad we're I would have just gone home. Sure. Yeah. If if that. Yeah. If we if lost we, everything. If we lost it. All right. Fast food diet. Burritos fast and food tuna. Diet, yeah. So, I I took serious te- steps uh, to towards uh, my health and my gut health, and I've been talk I've been talking to your dad about it. And um, have you? I just sent you the number, like. Well, I, te- I texted him. Oh, okay. He hasn't texted me back. So, but I've been talking to him about it. That's good. Say that. But um, yeah, I think this is good. When when I went into um, being sick, like on Saturday, I weighed two hundred and ninety two pounds, which or ninety one pounds, which is not good because that's like eleven over what I normally am. Um. Let's- at the at when my fever was over, so that was on on Monday. Mm-hmm. I weighed two seventy eight. Congratulations! Thank you so much. <laughs> it was a freaking roller coaster. But anyways, um, I don't. The timelines like really don't add up to really give me a definite answer as to like what caused me to get sick. But it could either have been the burrito from next door. Um, which was just clearly made on like a hot pot type stove top thing, like portable stove top by just really? like an elderly Hispanic woman. Yeah. I like watched her make it in the quote kitchen. It was, it was sus. It was real. I sus. look in this restaurant. Yeah. I'm, we can go. They're curious. open right now. Um, also they sort of like, guilt trip me into buying this like guava roll candy that's like guava and tamarind mixed with like sugar and like I, I don't know and I'm like okay she just was like she held it up to me I'm like I don't know Spanish I'm so sorry and I just was like I'm yes. pretty sure no in Spanish is no it is but I don't know I don't think she knew that <laughs> I don't know because yeah. I just eventually I said yes and she was like okay put it in the bag I <laughs> definitely took two big ass bites of that so it also could have been trick. that to just say just <laughs> to not know I don't the word comprehend no. no sorry only yes so yeah I don't know it was either big bur- big ass burrito um, weird uh, papaya roll or guava did you roll. eat it. I still have some of it. I'm gonna, I gotta throw it. Away. Oh no, I threw it away. No, I took like two bites of it, and then I didn't check expirations or anything. And it's definitely one of those candies where it's like, it well, just I don't think, like, would there be an expiration date on it? I don't know. Like, it's in like a clear wrapped thing, and like the package was like wet and leaking. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> they probably packed it themselves. Packed it themselves. Oh, okay. So I mean, it had like a label, like it was like a company made it. Uh, I don't you know. know. But I don't know. Like, if you get... I mean, if it's candy. Get, if, if, if it's, but yeah, but if I if if I say, hey, grab me a Snickers, and you reach in, and it's, like, covered in oil and, like, grease or something, you'd be like, I don't know. This one doesn't feel right. Yeah, it's, I'd be like, oh, actually, no, thank you. I don't want this. All right, moving on. The, the, what I'm trying <laughs> to say is I don't know what did me under, but I appreciate the quick weight loss. Yes. And uh, I appreciate there was a big wake-up call. 
for my stomach health because my stomach was just completely busted after that and still kind of is. And uh, I think this is going to be a great new leaf to turn over and a right. Yeah. And a yeah. great new year, 2021. And I'm planning on um, being in the best shape of my life. That's great. I've been doing Ring Fit Adventure on the Switch. I've been uh, doing um, Beat Saber on the Oculus Quest 2. Um, do you do that here? Or do yes, you do- I do it here. Yeah, there's, this is a good space. Yeah. I feel, I mean, probably, I mean, you're still settling in, but. Yeah, it's a little bit. Once we get a clear area, I, I foresee some great VR streams coming up. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's that. Well, let me just speak on on my behalf mm-hmm. and i i like to think all of our dreamers out there that you know we want you around for a long time thank you and you know we're here for you thank you and you know i did my part i gave you my dad's number appreciate it he'll take it from here <laughs> and you know if we got to go to the hospital again i'll take you to the hospital again it's in ben's hands now yeah yeah <laughs> so before we talk about today's game, mm-hmm. I want to talk about the sport that inspired today's game. Yes, let's talk. And that would be the game of basketball. Yes. What is your relationship with the ball and the hoop? All right, let me tell you my relationship with ball and ball and hoop. When I was younger, I was, um, believe it or not, also a big boy. And... Everyone, they were really excited to put me into basketball because they had this idea of me being this like, this like strong forward forwards and ones down by the by the uh, like a power forward, a power forward, and I would just get a bunch of rebounds because I was big and I could bully everyone around. Um, that would be more like the center. What's the guy who plays like down by the hoop? Well. I mean, the game has changed so much. You know, sure. it's, it's much more spread out. But you know, the 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 era of NBA you grew up on, yeah. would be the center, which is still a position, but it's just got you don't it. need that big man as much anymore. Got it, got it. Okay. But yeah, you were the Shack. Yeah, basically. And um, I was a little too aggressive. I the other team parents would say that boy doesn't know his own strength. That he's, boy's too big. He's too big. I'm not going to let my grandson play against that freak. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. I Jeez. I would just <laughs> like... Fucking harsh. Yeah, it was a harsh... That freak? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, would, that's what they said about me, too. So. I would... Yeah, <laughs> just a couple of freaks. Mm. with a freaky podcast. I would get rebounds a lot, and then once, the I, glass. once I had it... Um, I would either yeah, I'd pound to the glass, or I would would know what to do with it, and I would panic, mm-hmm. and everyone would be like, "Dude, you you have to just throw it away." And I'd be like, "All right," and I would just my my goal is just to get the ball out of my hands as quickly as possible to other kids who knew what to do with it. Yes. Um. So that was pretty much it. That I, was Phil Jackson's philosophy. I pl- for I, all those titles. I played on a a team when I was a kid called the hoosiers great and we were always the you ever num- seen the movie no we you were should. always the number one team so we so we, you're you're really good 
I don't know. I you could, were, were you, I couldn't were you tell a, you. Were you starting? Yes, every time. You were starting center on yes. the best team in the league. Yes. <laughs> and I had no fucking clue what I was doing. Anytime. Like, had no that's, idea. Yeah. So that's what we call yeah. a prodigy. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I guess you could say I'm a bit of a you know, prodigy. Those little, those little five-year-old piano prodigies, they don't know what they're doing. They have no idea what they're doing. The, the fingers are just, just moving. The fingers are just moving, man. The fingers are just dancing, yeah. and they're they're past, they're passed out and up in there. Just drawing blanks up in the brain. So you're like Dennis Rodman. Yeah, one could say that. Because you were all about the rebounds. Mm-hmm. You didn't care about scoring. Nope. You wanted to set your teammates up for success. Mm-hmm. You were on the best team in the league. Yes. And you were like a creative, alternative, like, you know quirky guy later in life yeah and um yeah and i, I had like a also like a uh sort of um controversial sex um, addiction sex addiction <laughs> outside of outside of uh the classroom yeah yeah it was it was bad um a lot of piercings too but yeah yeah um it, you know it was cool like I played it, and when I got to high school, I'm like, no fucking way. I, there's no way I can keep up with this shit. I mean, that's the thing. I, I played all the sports that I could yeah. growing up. But once high school came along, I only played on my high school's Frisbee team because sure. I was really good at Frisbee. But being being the worst player on a team... Mm-hmm mostly due to the fact that my my physical limitations just not even like just my arm but I was just really tiny lanky child yeah incapable of gaining mass <laughs> and so I was just no like, gains for most no and still to this day I weigh 10 pounds more than I did in high school damn and that's <laughs> that's I mean, right hey be proud of those 10 thank all right you. but <laughs> Yeah, I just like, I don't know. Maybe it was also because I started smoking weed, but like, sure. I just, the commitment to being a really good high school athlete, I didn't have, even though in my head I wanted to be. But with basketball, I didn't even like consider, like, I gave up rec league basketball after like seventh grade just because I could really only dribble with one hand. And. I was terrible at defense at that point in my life. Yeah, was, how did that work? Because, like, how how would you, like, Jim Abbott a basketball, you know? like. Well, I mean, you could still dribble. Like, I couldn't – I could do, like, kind of crossover. Did you ever use the the bad arm? Like, <laughs> Yes, I you did. You did. Okay. So, I mean, was, but, so you weren't, like, the one-arm player. Like, you had – No, I, would, I mean, I can easily dribble. I'm, you know, I'm holding the beer with my bad arm. Like, I could – That is true. I can – bounce a ball but i just wasn't really good at it yeah so i didn't have any like any moves i didn't have any handles as they call it but i could shoot damn i was really good at shooting but i was bad i like i just i never really got my mind wrapped my mind around like like spacing and sure being in the right place on the court and, and movement and all that so it was hard for me to like get open shots mm. and i was it was before my growth spurt so i was like five foot three or something just really short and so yeah i just kind of eventually that fizzled out of my life but i still always loved going you know going to the street ball court with kevin and yeah 
playing horse or whatever. There was a time where I got into playing, like, a lot of comedians were starting, like, kind of weekend leagues, you know, like pickup leagues and stuff. And um, Safaya was playing in a basketball league, like, when she first moved here. Or not, really a couple of years later, but Safaya never gave a shit about sports. But then I guess basketball is just, like, a good, like, low stakes, low pressure. I mean, everybody kind of gets the general gist of the game and it's just a good way to hang out i I would go there with cj and he would like i felt like he just bring me because i was another warm body basically because he's very good at basketball yeah i i filmed hit one of his pickup games for bleacher reports and like and like i was he he, like he he was so good he literally almost like broke my ankles a few times like just like fucking i'm like how juking me out and shit like it was insane so like, well, it's like one of those games where you can train and practice and practice and practice by yourself. Yeah. And, and and at that point, like, he's playing with people who are like, you know, oh, this is the head writer for Ellen. And this is, like, yeah. the head writer for that TB for Conan or whatever. And I'm just like, cool. Um, I'm going to do my best. And I feel like because I'm playing with you now, I'll never get a job ever because like it's just like i'm embarrassing myself in front of all these like very important people cj why did you bring me here <laughs> just so embarrassing and that's why you never got a job on ellen and that's why i never got a job on ellen yeah you know but, it's a like it's a it's like a hollywood secret that she's actually really mean well it's not anymore <laughs> but like you always hear about these like these like pickup games with the stars or whatever, or like these high, the executive pickup games, but they're usually like, um, like racquetball, you know, or like tennis, like, Oh, you never know who you're, who's going to be in the racquetball court. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, that turns out that's the owner of bear Stearns or some shit, you know? And you're like, Oh, and then later they'd be like, give me the number of that kid I played racquetball with. I like his spirit. I'm going to give him a job, you know? See, that's my my dream is to, like, have that opportunity to play golf uh-huh. with someone important. Because I think if you look at me, you'd expect that I wouldn't be very good. And I'm not. I'm, but I'm, I've been playing for a very long time, so I'm better than, well, you know, the average person. I have two fully formed arms, and you've seen me play golf. Yeah, like golf's I, really hard. But, it's and so very I've hard. It's the hardest game. a lot game. of time, so I really think I could impress somebody. Yeah. Just by even just playing average, mediocre, whatever. Because that's like the ultimate networking sport. For some reason, it just never like, it never clicked to me as my sport. That was never like, I was never, oh, I'm a basketball guy. You know, like yeah. I had, it was a, it was a very easy sport to adopt as like your main thing. Like I had a ton of friends who were like basketball friends. They only wore like Laker jerseys and basketball shorts to school every day, and that was like their shit. I mean, that's the. I mean, that's the other huge part. Like the basketball culture, yeah, is is huge, and it's like it's the only, you know, it's a jersey you can wear around and like yeah. wear to school. Like you don't. Like I guess you could do that with football jerseys, but but like basketball shoes, basketball shorts, and it's like yeah, a it's superstar very, driven league that's like all about the street personalities. So. But yeah, I, I agree with you in that because I wasn't good at it, mm-hmm. 
and then also I think a big part of you know basketball is looking cool. Yeah. And I never really thought I looked cool. No way. I had no. I had no panache. Yeah. No zazz. I had nothing. And like my legs are so stick skinny that if I wear basketball shoes, it just. <laughs> It just looks like a toothpick coming out of a I love the styles. Boot. <laughs> I mean, I love Jordans. I love sneakers. I love basketball aesthetic and just everything about it is great. And then like when, you know, when like the Lakers or the Clippers or anyone's doing really good, like I do enjoy like following it and mm-hmm. for temporarily, you know, if if it's worth it towards the end to follow, it's like, right, I'll follow this is my, my home team, you know, but yeah, I've never really. Well, and that, that goes into, it. you know, my problem is that. I was a big Sonic fan, mm-hmm. Seattle Supersonics, and then they were robbed from oh, my city, boy. or my city was robbed of the Sonics, and I would just like to take this moment to make a plug for Sonics Gate. It is a documentary on YouTube that details the whole kitten caboodle about how, uh, what's his name, uh, Clay Bennett the owner of the Oklahoma City Thunder, came in and bought our team on bad faith. He said he was going to keep the team here, and he lied. There's a lot of emails that have been released to prove it. It was an undercover hit job on the city of Seattle. Oof. And also our city council didn't approve funding for a new stadium, which is fine because taxpayers should not have to build stadiums. Amen. That's the stance we take. Um, but yeah, go check that out on YouTube. You'll realize why I'm hurt still, why it's hard for me to follow the NBA because I don't have a team. I'm like a quasi Portland Blazers fan now just because they're the closest team. But I don't know. There's a lot of corruption in the NBA and in professional sports at large. And, uh, you know, I think it's time to drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. And drain the shot into the hoop. Swish. 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 Hey, Dadad. Swish. Ah, hey, Dadad. He scored. He scored at the last minute before the sound went off. Before the triple zeros, he made it. He, made, he put the ball in the hole at the last minute. So that brings us to today's game, which is NBA 2K2, which is the third installment of the NBA 2K series of video games. Now... Back in the early 2000s, there was two big players. There was 2K, and then there was NBA Live. Right, NBA Live. That's NBA right. Live was produced by EA Sports. EA Sports. It's, it's in, in my, my ass. ass. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, the NBA 2K series <laughs> at this point was developed by a company called Visual Concepts and published by Sega Sports. And this game came out on October 24th, 2001. So this is, I mean, there's still a pillar of smoke Mm -hmm. coming out from ground zero at this point. Damn. Um, And so, yeah, it came out initially on the Dreamcast, and it was later ported to the PS2, GameCube, and Xbox in 2002 after Sega discontinued the Dreamcast. Oh, interesting. So basically, Sega was like, all right, what's working, what's not working? Well, this game works... But this console we play it on is trash. So we're going to throw that away. <laughs> no and, good console. But keep making this game. And first impressions? 
Well, I just want to say. Oh like, yeah, go ahead. NBA 2K, like, what was definitely like the second-rate basketball game at that time because I, me, and all my friends played NBA Live. Yeah. Or I played NBA 2K See, too because 2K I had head. it. But. I'm a 2K everything. Like, well, what I like about 2K, NBA 2K, like, everything was 2K. I agree, but that's now though I think. But that was just my household at the time. Uh, I like I, I don't know. I didn't know of any. I never played Madden. I was only NFL 2K. Never played live. Was only ever NBA 2K. Like I was only just for some reason only ended up with the 2K games. Maybe were they cheaper? I don't know. I don't know, but. I think probably because Madden was so big at that point, yeah. EA Sports was kind of like the the bigger name, so people just gravitated towards them. Yeah. The reason I liked NBA Live so much was because they had, I think in like 2007 or 6 maybe, they introduced uh, slam dunk contests into the game. Oh, wow. There's like all these other side like mini games you could do. And me and my buddy, like my friend Danny, he had it at his house. We would spend hours and hours and hours just doing dunk contests. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but eventually NBA Live died. Yeah. Went away. R.I.P. And 2K has persisted. And now, like, NBA 2K is probably the biggest sports video game yeah. franchise there is. It's like overtaking Madden. Yeah. Because there's what? just such a huge community around it. NBA, if like itself, like the players all are like in the off season doing like, especially during COVID, like streams of them playing NBA at 2K and yeah, and they, is is it because it's just very focused on like, you know, the core of like the game, like, it, like well, I think just, it's it it's all like mostly centered around like online play, yeah, and like the my player career mode, the new one, the newest ones. Yeah. yeah, and the like, yeah, not this game, um, or not NBA Two K Two, but yeah, like the whole, like just customizing your guy, and like they do so much like yeah off the court stuff, like you know contract negotiations, yeah. and like hey, LeBron James wants to come over and train with you, and so you become friends with LeBron, and oh, that's interesting. But it's it's also like funny because they have like these. I mean, I've never, I don't really know because I haven't played these new ones. I've just seen videos of like NBA players or NBA 2K players like bringing their avatars into like whatever lobby area, online lobby area is, and then doing like silent protests based <laughs> off whatever's going on in the news. Uh -huh. So, like, I remember there was like a NBA 2K Black Lives Matter protest, and then they did like a silent vigil for Kobe. Yeah. When he died in, on, in a, in a in game the video lobby? game. Oh, boy. Because I guess there's just like certain like motives you can do and Got it. just like, you know, raise your hands or whatever. Um, so there's like a huge community to NBA 2K now that certainly did not exist on this game. And I like this version better. The 2K2? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, the aesthetic is very early aughts. Very. And very, very, very early aughts. Um, it has a lot of great, like, custom character, custom player features, which is great. It's got, like, a full, like, career mode. It's got, like, just, like, a playoff mode, right? Mm-hmm. So you can just do, like, a just drive through the playoffs and see how far you get. 
Yeah, there's like, a, and there's like street ball mode. So yeah, there's enough like there's variety. Mode. And there's like there's a practice mode too, where I, I used to like Kevin would come over, and we just get bored playing the actual game, so we'd go into practice mode and just play horse. Yeah, in a video game, which was always fun. <laughs> that is fun. Um, but yes, I want to focus in a little more on this create a player. Yeah, tell me about it because. You you seemed very excited to show this to me, and yes. I was like, okay, this seems like a pretty normal thing in most games to be able to create your own player. But for some reason, Moses has promised me this is more than the normal, and I and and it and it, it was. We're gonna have to, or I guess it's still on my VMU, so we're gonna have to boot up the game and take a picture of the guy. Oh yeah, for sure. Put it on, but <laughs> basically, um, last week I was on the phone with my mom. And and she's like, when are you gonna? When are you guys reviewing that sports game you played where you were creating these players that look very weird? And she's like, I just remember like coming downstairs and seeing you guys playing and <laughs> just being freaked out by the players that were on the screen. And that's because, I mean, we're, I can't really describe it any better than just the picture's gonna be sure. on the Instagram. But I mean, you can make your player. Have just the largest, most bloated, steroid-injected thighs. Yeah. But then also with the pencil-thin pencil thin calves. Which is weird, because a lot of these customizations in other games are like, all right, do you want, like, small body, medium body, or big body? Yeah. Do you want... And then you control the height, and you control, like, hair color. But this one is like, what size do you want the upper arm... Okay, what size do you want the lower arm? And no, I think the smallest versus the largest it's, are hugely yeah. different. And it's not like there's a lot of like room in between. Right. And what like the big part of the arm was like a rolled up sleeping bag that you had to throw <laughs> in the bag sleeve like last minute. So it's like just real tight. And- it's real tight, you know, <laughs> like just some lumpy ass sleeping bag and then the the small part, dude, it's like it's like a poster rolled up. It's not even like that broomstick. It's it's like tighter than that. It's like a dowel. I mean, basically, like the way a you wooden can make your arms and legs look like, as I put it, is one of those giant turkey legs you get at Disneyland. <laughs> yes, yes. It's like um yeah, it's 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 like if you go to like a a, a food or a taco truck and they have like the big chunk of meat like mm-hmm. on the on the spit, on the spit you but know? then they only carved off the bottom level. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> if they just took like a skewer stick, stabbed it in the middle, yeah. and handed you the whole beef, you're like, here you go. <laughs> like it's crazy. I didn't expect that, but unfortunately, fortunately, it this uh, these. Giant calves and arms and whatever, it does not affect your mobility. Nope. You would think it would. And, you know, you can basically max out your player's stats and and be dominant on the floor, which is what we did. We named the character Bud Hole. <laughs> yeah. Or Scrub. Scrub was his nickname. Scrub was his nickname, so he's Scrub Bud Hole. Bub, or Bud, Bud Scrub, Scrub Hole. Bud Scrub Hole, yeah. Yeah, and he played for the Burbank... Bud holes, <laughs> and our logo was a choo-choo train. Was a train, yeah. And every player on the team was <laughs> Look, him. Every player was me, was identical. Yeah. And <laughs> we played, we played one game. Uh huh. Butthole, the Burbank Buttholes versus the Burbank Buttholes. I love it. And so it was just five scrubs versus five buds. So okay, 
So I understand that like it's it is a lot like football games and all other basketball games is like there there are these kind of natural like sequences that take place with the players like the way they interact with each other mm-hmm. for instance on the one time that we successfully set a screen yes like it was almost like Jesus took the wheel for a sec like yeah. I didn't really I like you set the screen the player got caught in the screen when I went around the screen to go shoot, it was like one big animation. It, it wasn't yeah, like... you basically like unlocked it. Yes, exactly. So like, I'm curious to see what else, like these kind of like hidden animations you can do in this game, because I feel like that's what the game is about. The, the, game, yeah, isn't, the game isn't about just willy-nilly running around exactly. hitting hitting the disrupt button or whatever and, and like that's that's chaos, why like but there are like world champion yeah. nba 2k players and they, like they competitive know the, they know the computer they know how they like, know how to actually play they, the game of basketball they know how the environment of this game operates they yeah. know like when you have to hit x you know like, exactly yeah so we played on the same team yeah which is stupid. It's fine. It's, no, it's fun fine. sometimes. It's fun to do that in like to, just to get just to get wet. You know, we yeah. just got we got to dip our toes. Yeah. So the first quarter we were down by what? Like I believe 20? it was like thirty to six. Yeah, that sounds about right. We were we were losing by a lot. So we we pulled the old trick that I used to do, <laughs> where you just pause. And uh, switch to the other team. S- s- change teams. Same players. Boom. Now you're winning. Now we're winning. Perfect. And so by the third by the end of the third quarter, mm-hmm. even though we had about a twenty five point advantage, yeah. the other team caught up. Yes. It was basically tied. Pretty much. Give or take like four points, I think. Yeah, we it was they were thrashing us. Yeah. But it's the computer. They know what they're doing. Yeah. It's a computer full of buttholes, and so, we're just a couple of idiots <laughs> playing buttholes. So fourth quarter comes around. Fourth quarter, and we decide to go head to head, head to head, and this is where it got hot. Yes, boy, did it get hot! I was just landing threes, the left beginning, and right. I I I elected to take the the point differential was three points, so I took I, I took the team with sixty three. You took the team with sixty six. I don't know what exactly you said, but I think at one point right before. We went head to head. You said something like, "Well, this will be interesting," or like, "This will be rich," or something like, meaning you were going to destroy me. And then what happened? I thought, um, yeah, you <laughs> hit a, a string of threes, uh-huh. and off of a string of turnovers, and you basically went up. I think eight points max was yeah. the highest lead you got. Mm-hmm. And then you know, I, I. I settled down. I got I got cocky is what happened. You got cocky and I got I was just too I just was relying too much on my experience. Sure. And how many times I played like everything just didn't click for me. I got the three pointers got to my head and I was like, I'm gonna just keep doing this. Just keep doing that. And what happened is I hit three blanks, like three air balls. Well, the other problem was you kinda just you weren't really playing much defense. I don't know how. And that's I, like the <laughs> defensive controls are a little harder to get down. And and I understand that. Um, 
I, I assume there's the blue button on the controller, and that is the defense button. That's just what I yeah, assume the game is. I mean, that's to go for a steal. Okay. <laughs> so you got to, there's steal, and then there's, you know, block, which is I was X just to jump. In a panic, mashing the defense button. But the bigger thing is you got to hold down the left trigger. So you what get does that, that do? So you get in that strafing, you know, defensive stance. Okay. I didn't know about that. I definitely told you about it. I thought that you were saying on offense that did that. No, no, no. Offense sets to do screens and stuff, right? I don't know. Uh, who, who I don't know if, if the left trigger does anything on offense. I don't but know. basically, it got to the point where I was hitting every three, and then I started to force some turnovers. I mean, and that's the key. Turnover. If you yep. win the turnover margin, you win the game. That's what they always say. And Can we address the free throws? Yeah. Well, So basically, it got to the point where there's – like 20 seconds left in the game. I'm up by, I think, four or five. Yeah. And we had it on for late game fouls. It was just on auto. Yeah. So the game would do it for you. And your team started fouling me. Uh-huh. And I just had to hit free throws. And you had to hit three-pointers on your possessions just to slowly crawl, crawl back. Yeah. Now, earlier in the game, you were the first person to go to the free throw line and every basketball game they are, they all have like slightly different mechanics on typically they have like golf game me- mechanics that's what i've noticed like yeah but then again i haven't played a basketball game in a long fucking time so well, they've, that's what i'm saying is they've gone through like this evolution yeah so for a while it was like the meter and just like hit it when it gets to the middle yeah now i think it's like it's all the stick control like you shoot with the stick so you just have to go straight down and straight up and get the timing right. Right. Okay. Um, which is probably like the more realistic way to do it, I guess. Yeah. But for this game, you basically have, you stand on the free throw line, you have two arrows. <laughs> one that goes to the left side of the basket of the backboard and one goes to the right. And then you just have to like gently push down on the, each trigger, the left and right trigger to move those arrows closer together. And then... Once, Once they, they meet, meet in the, the middle, middle, press X to shoot. Yeah. So now here's the thing. You barely, barely fucking touch this thing, and it flips hardcore yeah. all the way it's from the left to the right. very sensitive. So I I guess they're trying to, like, show, like, how, how much, like, a tiny, tiny little bit difference can kind of, like, um, determine, like, how accurate you are to the hoop. But I don't know. I mean, like, I was pushing... This thing, I, I was resting my finger on it, and it would just full-on flip to the other side. And if you barely were flipping one, you push the other trigger, it would flip to the other side. It was impossible. And keep in mind, like, I know that, that we haven't said this yet, but I can confirm this is from your CD binder. So you did have this game, so you have experience with it. It was a, It's a burn disc. It's a burn disc, but you had it. But I had it. And I didn't have it. So, Well, you did I, say that you were a house of 2K sports yes and so, I, I just I which just, one is it? i didn't play this one like my brother played the basketball games i okay. didn't i think we had it but i never played it we had to or we had was there a 2k1 nba yeah okay i think that's what we had but anyways i false i'll say it i'll falsely i falsely accused moses of having a better controller this is a tale as old as time <laughs> and that I'm Moses, somehow cheating. Moses called me out. It's not cheating. It's just that you didn't know you were cheating. The world cheated 
against me to help. Does that make sense? It makes sense. So okay. Moses called me out immediately and said, we're going to switch controllers then. Next time at the free throw line. And we did. And the next time he got to the free throw line using my controller, perfectly lined I, it up. I couldn't have done it, it better. It was like left arrow, zoink, right arrow, zoink, free throw in. It was a perfect free throw. I was so pissed knowing that it was not the controller situation. But, hey, that's basketball. Exactly. You, you you miss some and you make some. Yeah. And I made all of mine. Y- yeah. I was 100% Anyways, at the free throw line. You only won by one point. Yes. So <laughs> you, you're acting like... Basically, the, you're, the, the, the old you know, strategy of just keep fouling, stop the clock. They get their two points. You go down, hit a three. You get one more point mm-hmm. per possession. And you just crawl back. And it was working for you. Perfectly. It really was, yeah. I was hitting all my free throws, but you were hitting all your three-pointers. Yeah. And then on basically the last possession, I hit my I hit my free throw. Mm-hmm. I'm up three points yes, sir. with about nine seconds left. Oh, I, I forgot about this. And then this. you pass the ball. You go down the court, and then you shoot from <sighs> one foot inside of the three-point line. I know. Which is like the worst thing you can do because – there are situations where you're down by three points with, you know, not much time left. Yeah. And you, you don't go for three. You go for two. But get you get the tr- quick bucket. Get, yeah. And then you foul them. And then, you know, they'll shoot their free throws and then you just try again on the next one. But this one is like, it's the end of the game. You only got one shot left. I you think what happened, I was watching the game in the feed in OBS. I wasn't watching on the TV. So but you're I watching think- it on... I was looking at both. They were synced up perfectly. No, no. Yes. My, I, I can go back and prove to you. Mine was a little late. and I that think doesn't, That doesn't matter, though. I think that explains why I ran a little extra into, into like the two-point area rather than the three-point area. I think it was just a mistake I think because of the a, delays. I just think you didn't have you know good the game awareness presence of mind yeah yeah all right i'll admit to that i had no idea what i didn't okay i didn't know what was gonna happen if i didn't even know how much i was down by let yeah, me that's what i'm saying let me tell you why the score this the score in the corner wait one second oh that was a good one the score in the corner we we nicknamed our team what do we call them oh they make they have you put it at three like three character abbreviation for your city yeah so since we were burbank we probably should have done b-u-r yeah but we just put ass ass okay because that's fine so i'm looking at ass versus ass Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i i I don't know who's who i don't know i don't know if i'm up or if i'm down (laughs) so like all i was concerned about was just putting the putting the getting the bucket you know like and so when I ran, I remember like that split decision of like, shit, should I go for a three or should like, should I run backwards and then try and do the three? But at that point, I kind of thought I was up because I'm ass. But you're yeah, also but ass. ass. That was a bad idea. We need to be able to clearly differentiate. But it wasn't. I mean, maybe I wasn't clear in that. Who was ass? I was the home team, so that's the <laughs> bottom. The, the bottom score. See. And Wait, hold on. Is and the, I thought let you me, knew that I was. Let winning. me say this: Is the bottom n- team on the score? They're the home team. That's the home team. This is the first time I've ever heard that. I never knew that. 
So now, I mean, it, it depends on. Okay, now I know on this what is the huge. graphic is. So like now, like in sure. football games, it's all one bar. Yeah. Right at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. And it's always the second team is the home team because this team is at this team. Oh, that's interesting. It's See, different in Europe, I believe, for soccer, football, football. But yes, it's the second, either the bottom if it's vertical stacked, or the second team if it's horizontally. This vertical. is all news to me. I didn't know any of this. I don't think this game should count. I think we should just go at it again. Oh God! Another time at another time. I I we don't this, have to review it. I will say that this is definitely play like replayability is very high on this game. Uh, yeah, I mean that's the beauty of sports games in general. Yeah. Very, very high. Um, Especially if you're playing with somebody else and not just against the computer. Yeah, it's super fun. Um, I'm, I am eager to learn more about these, like, kind of, like, preset, like, animation kind of, like, moves you can put yourself into, you know? Especially with, like, I didn't really get to explore too much about how to, like, shake a player, you know? Yeah, because, I like, mean, in the, like, for these games, it's literally you just press B. Yeah. And so, like, there's not a whole. And lot sometimes you can do it happens it. to like catch, I guess. Yeah. And sometimes it really just makes yourself more vulnerable to a steal, and then the other player just takes it. And... Sure. But in the newer games, I think there's like, you use the stick to like juke people out, and like uh, it's like you know fighting combos. Yeah. Like, different movements get different moves. The but. color scheme of the menu was a nice golden brown, yeah. which I feel was the what I would call the 2002 color aesthetic there were a lot of um vehicles around that were that color that if you look up um the washington wizards old jerseys from the from the aughts is that what they were they, they had were like gold these brown? gold jerseys i think they yeah. only lasted like one or two seasons but gold was big gold was very big my mom had a uh suburban nice that was that color that gold brown uh suburban Are you guys color. were poor um not at this time. No. At this time Doesn't we finally had some coin. This was this is 2002. We were poor all the way up to 2000. Uh then the tech boom. Then the tech <laughs> boom. <laughs> yeah. Then we or the dot com. Then mom wised up and mm. she she caught on to the dot com boom, the tech boom. She met Sean Parker and mm -hmm. gave him some money. Mm. Joined the crew team. It get the the works. Did the whole collegiate kind of angle. Circuit. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Um, but no, this is like this, this like era of gold is very interesting. Like they were like LG had like gold phones. Like it, it wasn't like, cause Paris Hilton's whole thing was like pink. Right. So yeah, I don't that know was later. That is true. That was later. So like this whole like gold aesthetic, I don't know. Things come and go, you know, but, uh, but the whole menu, when I first saw it, I'm like, Oh, brown menu. <laughs> cool. But like, I guess it's supposed to be gold. I loved it. I mean, and like the same, it has the same UI as like the, the NFL game we played, except mm -hmm. it's just a little more sleek looking. Oh, yeah. You got this like little cursor moving around the screen. It feels like, I mean, that's the whole Dreamcast. It feels like you're playing a computer. Yeah. No, I agree. I I, I feel like um, I, I do want to give it like an honest chance to not play with like behemoth characters, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and like, like also somebody... a variety, like a, like a legit squad where everyone has like strengths and weaknesses, you know? Yeah, and like different like be... sizes and, yeah. and abilities. Yeah, I feel like I think we, we kind of just did a... <laughs> We were streaming the game on Twitch, so we really just were going for the, the visual joke. Yeah, yeah. And just had all of the exact same freak man-looking guy. They're very strange. It's really hard to, like, space out on a court when everybody's 6'5". And Absolutely. Chunky. 6'5 and chunky. The pear-shaped body, as they call yeah. it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we chose pear for, there's, yeah, there's, for the shape. There's preset body types, uh, like skinny... Large and pear. And pear. And we were like, well. Let's go with pear. Let's we'll go with pear, I guess. Yeah. So, you know, again, I sound like a broken record. We probably didn't put in the time we should have. We gave it a good amount of time. But we played the shit out of like this game. It's not there's anything about this game we didn't. No, like, and that's what I feel. I feel like with a lot of these sports games, it's going to. A lot of these Dreamcast games. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like. You know, this is this is what it is. This is it's it's a competitive game. You play with a friend, and the mechanics are simple, like- and it's not going to be anything more than that. There are titles that have like, you know, a lot of depth and 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 kind of like coaxes emotional reaction. Mm-hmm. You know, like Shadow Man and Shenmue, and like there's there are these titles we still haven't touched. You know, I'm like, but this thing is like we're still getting through. This is the thing we're still getting through, getting through the, binder. the binder. Okay, season one of the Dreamcast podcast is simply getting through the binder, knocking out the hits, making the emotional connection as to what why this game was important to us and like there, what it meant to us. And I want to be clear: there are games in the binder. Where there is, like, a lot to explore. Yeah. I'm just, like, I'm afraid to get to these games because I know, like, we gonna, we're going to have to really yeah. sit down and play. Yeah. And until we figure out the whole burning situation, <laughs> we're not going to be able to each dive into these games. Sure. Because I'll, I I'll figure it copy. out, dude. I, I had it figured out. Like, I burned... Um, what uh, one like the th- second or third one we did? I, I oh for, I fuck I don't remember, dude. But I definitely burned. Oh, the toy game that we never did. <laughs> you burned it, or it, was, I, it wasn't no, the I, emulator? No, I burned it. I burned it oh. to a disc and I played it. So okay, so, so that it, was it my test. Work. It does work. <clears throat> it's just like these are some you know rickety old CDIs I'm finding on like Reddit on some Google spreadsheet. Like yeah. I I don't know. It's hit and miss. It's really hit or miss. So. You know, this one didn't work out, but the next one might. It might be an easy burn. We might be playing in no time. So, you never know. I think that's just the through line of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this one didn't work out, but the next one might. Next one will. Or might. I don't know. It might. All right. So, how are we going to rate this? Let's see. So, we're talking about basketball. Um, let's see. Um... We could come up with some sort of rating system based on these players' body types. Uh, Maybe like heights. Or, or we could do it on the body sizes, like pair. I don't remember all the all the presets, though. We can make um, some of them slim. Oh, man. First through fourth quarter or 
first quarter to triple overtime. Oh my god. Maybe that's it. Okay, yeah. And so, then the in between is how much time is left on the clock. Okay, that's the modifier. Yeah. Okay, so it's first quarter to triple overtime, and Tri- then first quarter. It's from tip off, tip off to triple overtime buzzer beater game winner. And then you have to say, and then if you don't vote that, then you have to say how much time then is you have left to in say, that quarter. Yeah, what quarter it is, how much time is left, and what the play is. What do you mean? What the play is? So it's like uh, you know, like are there plays? The in middle, like the 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 average middle ground would be like it's uh, halftime. You did a, a layup to end the second quarter, and now it's halftime or something like that. Got it. Okay. Or maybe it could be the halftime show. It's Red Panda. <laughs> okay. All you, right. You know her? No, she's I don't like the know. she's the legend of like she's the lady who rides on like the giant unicycle. And like spins plates on her head. I don't. I've never. And heard she's of made this the panda. whole. So, Red Panda is actually no. Red Panda should be like the highest rank because she's okay. amazing. So forget what I just okay. said. Okay, but halftime. Is- okay, so I'm gonna say that to me, this game is like I'm in the third quarter. Okay. All right. Who's who's playing? What team? Um, this would be Charlotte. Bobcats. Yeah. Or Hornets. Hornets. You know what? I get it would be Hornets, right? And this uh, in O two, I think would be Hornets. Okay, Hornets. Yeah. Uh, would they ever play Orlando? Yeah, Hornets and Orlando. All right, I'm Orlando. Okay, it's important. A historically it's bad important. team. Give me a break. We're we're trailing by eight. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Jesus. I'm Orlando. We're playing the Hornets. We're trailing by eight. There's 45 seconds left. Mm-hmm. That's it. And you inbounded the ball. Yes, and I, I just inbounded the ball. So there's okay. hope. There's hope that this inbound there's is going to lead to we, something. We could win this... <laughs> Yes. This everyday just inbound pass yes. might lead us to victory. Bingo. And that's your rating. And that is my rating. That's pretty good. NBA 2K2. That's good. Thank you. All right, hit me with yours. Okay. So, you know, this is the this is the first actually no, NBA Jam on the on the Genesis was my first basketball video game. Of course. Mine was the I I don't know what it was called, but it was the college basketball equivalent of NBA Jam. It was called like college... Oh, I think it's called College Slam. I've never heard of this. I thought... I didn't... Okay, I'm in, I'm a fucking idiot, especially as a kid. I thought that all the teams... that I thought this game had like... um, They didn't have the rights to NBA teams, so they made up a bunch of teams. Turns out those are colleges. their colleges. Yeah, <laughs> Turns out they're college. I had no idea. So I would always, I'd always play as Rutgers. I remember. I don't you know what. Like yeah, I like the word. I was like, oh, they're red. Or you play as the the Hoosiers and be like, that's like my team. Never even realized that <laughs> yeah. they, they were probably an option. But yeah, I was. I play as the red team that was called Rutgers. Yeah, <laughs> Rutgers. I, that's a, I think Kelly went to Rutgers. Really? It. The, that I could mean, be wrong, but the I'm pretty game, sure. The game is literally called College Slam, bud. 
Like, how did I think that? I was so stupid. This was for, like, PC. It was, like, a PC ROM game. Terrible. Hmm. Anyways. Oh, look that one up. Yeah. Go ahead. Anyways. This was, like, the first basketball game I ever played that is, you know, like, similar to the basketball games as we know it today. Yes. So, you know, I, I really like it. Um, so put me there. Where where are you at in this rating? All right. Well, obviously, it's the Sonics. We're in the key arena. Seattle Center. Primetime. We're on TNT. Marv Albert's calling the game. And we're playing... Let's say we're playing the Blazers. The I-5 rivalry. It's the fourth quarter. No, it's triple over. Nope. Oh, oh. It's the first overtime. Okay. Here we are, folks. The first overtime of Portland Trail Blazers. Who but are you it's the end of the first overtime. Who are you playing? The Blazers. Portland. And you are? Seattle. Seattle. Supersonics. Supersonics. Gary Payton's got the ball. The glove. Yeah, the battle of the Pacific Northwest. I was actually, a uh, side note, I was at Gary Payton's last game as a Sonic. Oh, unbeknownst cool. to anybody, you got traded later that night. Um, you were there, unbeknownst. Like you didn't. I was tell at your the parents? game. Nobody knew. No one like, knew you were there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told my parents I was at Kevin's house. But oh, okay. I went to the, I went to the Sonics. <laughs> you went to the Sonics so. game alone. Yeah. Damn, dude. Um. Ten seconds left. Ten seconds left in the first overtime. In the first overtime, we're down by three. <sighs> down by three. The gloves got the ball. Okay. He dribbles up. Yes. He shakes. Uh, I can't think of a Sonic from that season, but he shakes and bakes. Mm-hmm. He passes to Desmond Mason. Desmond yeah. Mason slings it to Richard Lewis. Richard Lewis throws it back to Gary Payton at the top of the key. Yes. And then he puts one up for three. <clears throat> Swish. Wow. You love this game. We're going to second overtime. You love this game. Okay, I like that you keep it open yeah, for the second OT. I mean, there's obviously room for improvement. Sure. Mostly because we had a real hell of a time <laughs> trying to figure out how to get our created player <laughs> onto a real team. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. We spent most of the stream trying to figure out how to get... To get scr- Bud... Bud Scrub... Bud Scrub... Scrub Hole... Bud Scrub Hole... Onto the Sonics. And we ended up having to make our own fake team called uh, the Bud Hole yeah. to play jesus christ so that was like a nightmare that part of the game is just like it's counterintuitive but you still gave it i mean that's a stellar rating but yeah i i I like this game a lot i mean and it's it's mostly nostalgia yeah but like this is a game that i can i can compete in totally and i can have fun playing i like sports i like basketball i don't love basketball it's not my favorite sport but this is a good game, and it has Allen Iverson on the cover. Oh God, he was he was on top of the world at Oof. one point. I mean, he's one of the best scorers of all time, and he's short. And I liked Allen Iverson because you know how like people have like sweatbands on their arms. He had mm-hmm. sweatbands for his fingers. Wow, <laughs> we call that spat in the this game. Is the dumbest thing ever, but. My brother had Iverson shoes, mm-hmm. and when you open the tongue and like look down in the shoe, it was just like a picture of him. And I always had this, like, like, kind of, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, kind of. And I always had this, like, vision that every time my brother put his foot in the shoe, it'd be like, oh, come on, man, get up. (laughs) It'd be like, 
get your foot off me, man. What are you doing? Like, I was like, I got to write commercials. This is going to be a great commercial. Be like, get your foot out of my face, man. Alan Iverson is, is in the shoe. <laughs> I could see that being a commercial in that time period. Like, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Me of like, I mean, for some reason, I think of the honeycomb mascot. Oh, yeah. Just like tongue shoots out. like Me want honeycomb. Me so want honeycomb. Me so horny. Me want honeycomb. <laughs> Like that? <laughs> me so horny. Ooh, me so me so horny. Me can't contain myself. Me, me want a honeycomb. Me the honeycomb now. Honeycomb is great. I, love that I know. Let's get some honeycomb. Yeah, let's go do it. All right. Play us off. We'll get some honeycomb. All right. Well, uh, that's NBA 2K2. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, we'll be back next week with a new game, hopefully. Yes. Floygan Brothers. Who knows? Hey, who knows? All right. All right, hit the music. <laughs> <laughs>